From workplace to play space is an invitation to shift from a mindset that conceives of work as separate from dynamic engagement to one where the workplace is a play space for new ideas, perspectives, and possibilities. To make this shift, we must embrace our organizations as living, breathing, ever-changing systems. Social psychologist Carl Wick admonished that we stamp out nouns altogether and shift our conception from static organizations to human systems in a constant state of organizing. Consider the shift in orientation when we restore other nouns to their active state. Relationships become opportunities for relating. Communication becomes a process of communicating. Knowledge becomes knowing. In this spirit, as you shift from a workplace mindset to play space, you are also invited to reclaim the generative and energizing experience of innovating, learning, and changing. Finally, you are invited to reclaim play itself as an essential dynamic of success. A child, as well as an adult, needs plenty of what in German is called Spielraum. Now, Spielraum is not primarily a room to play in. While the word also means that, its primary meaning is free scope, plenty of room, to move not only one's elbows, but also one's mind, to experiment with things and ideas at one's leisure, or, to put it colloquially, to toy with ideas. Bruno Bettelheim, 1987. Reclaiming Play The mindset shift from workplace to play space does not come easily. Most of us have been socialized to devalue play altogether, or to think of it as something we engage in after the serious business of work has been accomplished. Shifting from a workplace to a play space mindset is more than a language game. To make such a shift requires moving beyond our socialized understanding of play and revalue and reclaim it as an important dynamic of innovating, learning, and changing. Psychologists and child development experts from Freud to Piaget to Dr. Spock have extolled the importance of play for children. It is largely through play that we first develop our sense of ourselves, experiment with different roles, become socialized, build confidence, and explore our creativity. Many parents and teachers have an intellectual understanding of the importance of play at these developmental stages, and yet even they tacitly diminish its intrinsic value. Early on, most of us got the message that play was for free time and was to be set aside when there was something important to do. The serious business of adult life always took precedence over the unimportant business of child's play. This message is reinforced each time a child hears, Not now, honey, I'm working, in response to an invitation to play. This devaluation is further embedded in our everyday vocabulary. The term child's play is heard as an immediate put-down when used in reference to adult endeavors. We say, Enough playing around, it's time to get to work, in a way that both devalues play and sets up a dualism. Play is frivolous, work 
is important. Well-meaning parents have further constrained their children's experience of true play and play space through over-programming. Structured play dates, music lessons, soccer practice, and computer and language camps all have their place in moderation. Yet the obsession with learning outcomes and competition instills an orientation to activity as necessarily purposeful, one in which play for its own sake and for the intrinsic reward of engagement is soon eclipsed by the need to demonstrate value.